we had made wrong turns off of the trail every day. <laughs> and, at, yeah. and at some point in our morning hike, we realized that we were off the trail where we needed to be <laughs> and, uh, you know, turn, turn around and find the trail and go back. And, um, but on, on day five, we made a wrong turn and I'm following my buddy. And all of a sudden he abruptly stops and just goes, bro. I'm like, what, what's, what's wrong? And he goes, dude, that's a grave. Welcome to hunting stories brought to you by late to the game outdoors. Everyone loves a good story and hunters have some of the best. Our whole mission is to collect and share great stories from hunters just like you to entertain and keep you motivated all year long. So pull up a seat around the campfire because here we go. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Garrison Sexton from uh, the Bay Area in California. Uh, Garrison's a dude who reached out to me a while ago on Instagram, and we've just kind of stayed in touch. Uh, and he sent me some great uh, trophy pics, and he's just been busy out in the field. Uh, and I wanted to have him on and uh, share the story of he and a buddy went on their first ever coos hunt in Arizona. Uh, and it, it just awesome story. They got after it. They they were on deer, and, and they found some success. So uh, without further ado, let's hear from Garrison. Garrison, how's it going, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I just can't complain, and even if I did, no one would care. So uh, we'll just uh, we'll just keep going, uh, dude. Thanks so much for hopping on. Um, we I feel like we've had this long uh, Instagram message thread over, gosh, probably at least a year, just talking back and forth. We talked about the podcast a couple times, yep. and j usually me and my busyness just never came together. So finally, put a date on the calendar. Uh, hopped on a call because you have. Gosh, you've you've had a busy like hunting year for a little bit, right? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been quite the uh, quite the year. First off, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Anytime. But uh, this this last year started with a uh, started with a late season um, coos deer hunt in Arizona with a friend of mine from high school that I hadn't seen in probably uh, eight or so years uh, at that point. Um, and then uh, another trip out to Idaho for a spring bear trip and uh, a couple of deer trips here in california dude that's uh that that's i'd call that a pretty good year yeah it was, uh, the, uh, it was a full season <laughs> yeah. uh man and uh so i mean granted there's a whole bunch of stuff we could talk about but uh you know i've told my listeners i try to keep these episodes semi-short so we'll hone in on the the coos deer hunt uh because there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff about that um regular listeners uh to the podcast know josh kirchner and he played a part in this i mean a small part in this hunt but like you guys connected with him because he's the coos guru like if you're an arizona coos hunter you probably know josh's name because the guy's an animal um but uh all of that being said so you're a california guy yep. decided to grab uh i assume an over-the-counter tag come out and chase coos with your uh with your bows was that it no, it was a uh, it was a draw unit, but we had uh, we had done some research on a unit that we could draw with minimal points. Okay, so, cool. Uh, we we had uh, neither one of us had any points in Arizona, so we're just kind of going in uh, going in blind, and we lucked out and draw the tag. Okay, so out of state drew a rifle tag. Uh, what what time of year was this? So this was the uh, this was the third rifle season. So that's the. Uh, the end of November, I think it's the week after Thanksgiving up until the first week of December. Okay, cool. So probably not rutting yet, but no. you know, 
but they're out there and you get to experience that nice, surprisingly cold desert. Uh, yeah. Or was it, it nice know, for you? <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was actually very nice. Usually during the day we were getting sunny and 70 degrees and, uh, at night it would drop down into the, uh, you know, high thirties, okay. high thirties, forties. Uh, so it wasn't, wasn't bad at all. It did get surprisingly chilly for it being the desert, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but that, it does get worse than that. So, so you guys lucked out there. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's 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 basically the setting. Uh, yep. Now I'll do what I usually do, where I just kind of turn you loose, like, "Hey, tell me the story," and then you know maybe I'll interject, maybe I'll just get enthralled and uh, just listen, and then we'll we'll circle up at the end. All right, sounds good. So a um, little bit of backstory on this. A uh, uh, little bit of backstory on this. Uh, I guess it all started uh, last November. Or sorry, uh, last February, I actually tore my shoulder at work. Oh, um, and, uh, I was going to need surgery on it. So that's where this trip all kind of came from. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to hunt in California at all during the season. So I started looking at late season options, uh, across all different States. And, um, I called up a, uh, I called up a buddy of mine that we had only talked kind of over through Instagram, um, and kind of hadn't seen him in a few years and said, Hey, this is the situation. I don't think I'm going to be able to hunt California this year because of the surgery. Uh, what do you think about going to Arizona? And he said, dude, tell me the dates. I'll take the, I'll take the week off of work. Let's go. <laughs> That's and, a good uh, friend. Yeah. He, he's great friends. Great friends. So uh, we ended up putting in for the draw and uh, we we're lucky enough to draw the tag. And so in the leading the months going up to it, because we didn't know anything about coos deer, I think that's when I reached out to you and said, Hey, I'm going on this trip. Do you have any tips? And you got me in touch with Josh and, um, Josh, I mean, the very simple list of, uh, list of advice that he gave me is large optics, glass, glass, glass tripod is, uh, non-negotiable. <laughs> yep. That's and, um, right. and so the, the kind of hunting that I'm used to doing here in California, um, doesn't really, uh, lend itself to carrying big glass around. Um, okay. usually it's pretty thick. So, uh, I, I usually just carry a set of, you know, 10 by 42s and don't, I don't carry a spotter or any large glass. So I actually, uh, rented out a set of, uh, 15 by 56 Swaros. Okay. Um, How yeah, there's that? a, uh, so there's a, uh, there's a company that you can rent like high level optics for a week and is actually pretty painless. Uh, I just put in the, the days that I was going to be gone on the trip and, uh, they sent them to me a week in advance. Um, that's with awesome. a uh, with a tripod adapter and yeah, quick and Dude. painless. Cost me like two hundred bucks. Well, what's the company? I believe it's. Uh, oh man, it's been a while. I think it's just like opticsforrent.com. Okay, that's something um, real complicated like that. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, super quick, painless, uh, painless experience and and well worth it. You know, for a guy like me that doesn't uh, doesn't really have a need for for big glass or yeah. big expensive glass like that. Um, so really made it, uh, really made it quite easy. I want to take a second and let you know a little secret about so many of the hunts I get to share with you on this podcast. Every hunt of mine and many of the hunts from guests actually began months before we ever stepped into the field on Go Hunt's insider page. This is where I start every single one of my hunts, tracking all my points and my family's points now that I have three other hunters under my roof. And I can start to sort out what tags I can draw, which ones I want to keep building points for. And it's ultimately how I plan my year in the field. 
If you sign up today and use my code late at checkout, you'll get 50 bucks credit in the gear shop. And I can't think of a single hunter I know who couldn't use $50 towards some new gear. You'll get all the planning features I use to figure out your hunts, as well as incredible desktop and mobile apps for all 50 states. And you'll earn points for every piece of gear you buy in the gear shop, which just lets you keep buying gear, which let's face it is basically what all of us want to do anyway. You can use the link in the show notes or head over to GoHunt.com and sign up to be an insider today. Use my code late and get that credit towards new gear. Um, but anyway, so we, uh, my buddy and I take the, you know, 12 hour drive to catch up on all the things that we haven't, uh, haven't talked about. In yeah, eight years of friendship to, to yeah. get caught up on. It, exactly. Um, and we, uh, we stayed the night in a hotel when we, uh, when we drove down and then, uh, basically went over the game plan and, uh, we headed out the next morning and the, um, the national forest road to get out to the spot that we had picked was a lot more washed out than we were anticipating yeah so we, arizona we, has some real crappy roads compared to other yeah. states <laughs> and i mean it it wasn't uh we didn't think that it was too too bad in the dark but we would later <laughs> we would later find out that when we were driving out at the end of the week that it was much much more rough than we thought <laughs> um but uh so we we get into uh we get to the trailhead a little bit later than we were expecting um, so we weren't able to make it as far in as we wanted to go. Um, and so we were like, oh, sun's coming up, you know, let's just, let's just get as high up on this hill as we can and, and start to glass. And, uh, so I set up the, uh, I set up the binoculars on the tripod and it wasn't more than 30 seconds of me looking at the, uh, looking at the sun line, uh, for the sunrise on this adjacent hill. I go, Hey, look there's a coos deer <laughs> and, you know, just plain, plain as day. Um, and this was actually some, some glassing tips that, uh, my buddy and I got from Jay Scott. I reached out to him on, on Instagram cause he had set up a whole series on, uh, glassing for coos deer. Oh yeah. And so I said, Hey, this is, this is the unit that we drew. Do you have any tips? And he didn't give us any spots, but he said, Hey, you know, set up on this side of the hill and look for the sunrise areas and they, they should pop out. So I was, you know, surprised to get an, Surprised to get a message back from him. Uh, yeah, it, being it's a big busy. deal. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, but took all about thirty seconds to find our first coos deer. Um, <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, not a lot of guys have that experience on their first try. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, and you know, uh, my buddy and I look at each other and we go, "Man, coos hunt, coos deer hunting easy." <laughs> yeah, I don't know what all these guys are whining about. This is a piece of cake. And. Uh, <laughs> So we, we see this, uh, this first coos deer, it's a doe. Uh, we saw a couple more does with her and, uh, sure enough, you know, minute, minute or so later, a, a buck just comes right over the hill and follows them down into this drainage. And, um, so we're like, wow, you know, five minutes in, we already got eyes on a buck. And, uh, and then, um, so we decided we'd sit and wait for a little while to see what they do. You know, this is a few minutes into our first day of this week long trip. And, uh, sure enough, a hiker, uh, walked by that trail and bumped him out of there. So, uh, oh, yeah. we, we, we weren't able to make a move on, on those deer. Um, so we stayed in that spot, um, and kind of looked around the, uh, surrounding hillside. Um, and I did, I did glass up a coos deer, um, later on in the afternoon, but I only saw it for 10 seconds and went into this, uh, 
went into this thick bush and I didn't see it again. <laughs> that's the, the whole gray ghost uh, nickname. Yeah, that's uh, that's when we found out real quick that uh, okay, yeah, they do blend in a lot more than <laughs> a lot more than uh, than we thought. And um, yeah, so I, I searched for that deer for another three hours before I saw it again, and uh, it was a doe after after all that. <laughs> all that work. <laughs> um, and so that was uh, that was our first day. Um, we Not stayed in one day. spot. We, yeah, stayed in that one spot. We got eyes on some coos deer, so I, I'd say that it was uh, it was quite the success. Yeah. But um, so we go we go back to camp, and there was a there was another another hunter at the trailhead, and um, I don't know if he was being honest with us or if he just wanted us to go somewhere else. But um, you know, he said, "Oh, you guys see anything?" And we're like, "Yeah, we saw you know saw a few deer." And uh, he goes, "Man, I've been back here for four days and haven't seen anything." <laughs> so uh we're like oh well you know we're we're going this way and he he wasn't trying to uh intrude on our spot he you know he said oh your guys are going that way i'll stay out of your way and he was very nice um and so we went we went right back to that uh to that same spot the next day and um once the sun came up we moved to where we saw the exactly the spot where we saw those deer the day before um didn't see him, and so we went up and over this hill and uh, picked out a new glassing spot. And uh, so we're looking at this this really thick covered uh, covered hillside. And about an hour into our glassing session, I just hear my buddy go, "Fuck!" And you know, <laughs> everything everything drops. The adrenaline goes. So I just say, "Hey, man, keep your eyes on you know, keep your eyes on the deer." Um, and then try your best to describe it to me where it is, you know, and he, and he glassed it. So, uh, you know, Buck was, Buck was his yep. in, in terms of the, uh, the pair hunting rules. <laughs> yep. Um, but, uh, so anyway, he describes where it is and, uh, I end up finding it. It's a, it's a good buck. Um, and, but he's, he's at about 350 yards and I didn't, uh, this was something I failed to explain, but, uh, my buddy had never shot a, never shot a deer before. Um, okay. so he was, uh, he was like, you know, I've never shot out to this distance. Um, so I don't, I don't really feel comfortable with the shot. I said, okay, so if you, if you don't feel comfortable, we can definitely make a move. You know, we have a, we have a good wind blowing in our direction. There's a good, uh, you know, a good hillside to our right where you can use the terrain to stay out of the view because, okay, I'm going to do that. And, um, so he drops off the back of this little glassing knob and, and starts making his way. And, uh, I'm watching him crawl up the hillside to the what would be to the right of the deer and uh right as he crests the top i just feel the wind change oh gosh and that that buck's head whips around and looks straight at straight at my buddy and just hightails it up up and over this ridge and uh you know it's just a absolute disappointment that was a you know fantastic buck um yeah especially what what would have been my buddy's uh my buddy's first first buck ever <laughs> yeah but, first uh, buck ever nice coos buck is uh that's rare <laughs> yeah yeah and uh so anyway he he comes back to the glassing knob and he goes man i i got to about you know i ranged the spot where he was and he was at 110 like oh man yeah that's real close <laughs> yeah it was uh you know it was a perfect perfect stock you just needed uh probably another 30 seconds oh of that, that wind not changing yeah oh nothing you could do 
No, there's absolutely nothing he could do. So we were uh, we were excited about that. That's pretty much uh, the summary of our our day two trip. <laughs> and um, so day three rolls around. We decide uh, when we're back at camp that night um, that we we're going to go right back into that same spot uh, and see what we see. And uh, so into our morning uh, our morning glassing session, I um, a doe's walking by at the bottom of the drainage, and uh, my buddy lights up. He goes, "Oh." Dude, there's a spike following her and uh and i i told him at the beginning of the trip um that i i didn't want to shoot a spike um just just because of you know uh, out of state trip uh, i was there there for the experience and then i'd already gotten a couple of deer in my yeah under under my belt so i i wasn't looking for a spike but um Somebody said, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no judgment. It's, Go for uh, it. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It was, uh, like I said, his, his first, uh, his first year. So he, he was going to set up on, on the spike. And so, um, they're walking beneath us and, uh, I see the doe come out and they're less than a hundred yards. They're probably 75 yards from us. And we're just waiting for the, uh, we're just waiting for the spike to come out behind her. And, uh, as, as we're waiting, I just hear the unmistakable sound of stomping about 20 yards to my left and then deer tearing ass out of the woods. <laughs> so I, I never saw it, so I don't know what it was, but it sounded large. Okay. Um, and, uh, and as soon as, uh, these, these deer heard all the commotion, um, they rip out of there. Um, uh, and there was, Behind that doe was a spike and uh, and two more smaller bucks. Oh, geez. Okay. <laughs> so um, that was uh, we got busted again, and uh, this time we didn't know what we did wrong. Yeah, we just uh, Bigfoot you know, walked up in there and, and scared them. Exactly. Out. Exactly. Um, and so we got busted on day three. Um, day four, we go back to the same spot. <laughs> well, it's, it's producing. Why not? It, it is. You know we're. I, I'm of the belief of uh, you don't leave animals to find animals. So very smart. And uh, we go back in there, and uh, right as right as the sun's coming up, I I see these two bucks that are uh, what seem to be just out in the open, which was which was very weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, in my uh, very minimal experience of the coos deer hunter, um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't find any of them with my naked eye. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No, that's, they gotta be close. They're, they're small yeah. deer. Yeah. And, uh, these two I see with my naked eye and they're about 200 yards out. Okay. Um, but, uh, they were moving and we just couldn't get them to stop. Um, so didn't, didn't have a, uh, didn't have a good shot there. So I, I spent the rest of the day. We, uh, we split up. My buddy stayed at the, uh, at the glassing knob that we had been on. And, uh, I went off to try to find these, uh, try to find these bucks. Cause they didn't, um, it wasn't like we spooked them, but they were just walking away rather quickly. So I spent the day trying to find them with, uh, with no luck. And that's, that's how that, uh, you know, sometimes it tends to go. Yeah. You do what you can. Um, and then, so day five, we decide we're going right back in the same spot and, uh, we're hiking and this is something that we struggled with every day of our hike out there. You know, we're hiking out in the dark and, uh, the trail that we're following to get there gets real narrow. And, um, we had made wrong turns off of the trail every day 
<laughs> and, at, yeah. and at some point in our morning hike, we realized that we were off the trail where we needed to be <laughs> and, uh, you know, turn, turn around and find the trail and go back. And, um, but on, on day five, we made a wrong turn and I'm following my buddy. And all of a sudden he abruptly stops and just goes, bro. I'm like, what, what's, what's wrong? And he goes, dude, that's a grave. <laughs> Are you a new hunter or even a guy with some miles under his boots who's still just trying to figure it out? I get it. I've been there. I'm an adult onset hunter who spent the last 15 years learning how to hunt. And so I wrote the book, How to Hunt, A Total Beginner's Guide to Hunting Big Game, as the resource I wish existed all those years ago when I first started. Whether you're planning to chase elk with your bow in the west or you're hunting whitetails back east, this book will take you from knowing absolutely nothing to your first harvest. It's packed with hunting stories and plenty of those times where I royally screwed up so you can learn from my mistakes and feel better that you're not the only one. You'll leave with a sound strategy for hunting big game and have plenty of laughs along the way. Grab a copy today at latetothegameoutdoors.com slash howtohuntbook. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean it's a grave? And so I, I kind of step up to him and sure enough, there is a, uh, there's a memorial grave that's just out there in the wilderness. Okay. Not, not, uh, nothing nefarious. No, um, what like could it possibly? On, <laughs> looks like it was put there on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and so naturally us being, uh, you know, the only two people that are out there that we know of, uh, a little creepy first thing in the morning. Yeah. Like, let's, let's back up a little bit. And, um, so anyway, we, uh, we, we slowly, slowly back off and recollect our thoughts and, uh, <laughs> find, find, uh, find our trail and go back to, uh, go back to our area. And, uh, sure enough, we're glassing for a little while, not really turning up anything. And, uh, my buddy goes, okay, I got a deer. All right, cool. Same thing. Um, and it was actually virtually in the exact same spot where we found the big buck on the second morning. Okay. So he goes, Hey, that, that big white burned tree, same spot where we found the, uh, found that big buck a couple of days ago, you know, down to the left. So I, I find him in the binoculars go, okay, that's a, that's a good buck. And, uh, he goes, I'm just going to move up a little bit. We range him. He's at 250. 250 270 some somewhere around there and uh my buddy goes i'm gonna set up i'm gonna take the shot whenever you're ready so um i swapped out i uh swapped out for the bigger glass and made sure i was i was watching good so um my buddy uh my buddy takes the shot i watch the uh i watch the impact i know i know he's hit um but uh he's hit and he runs about 30 yards to the right and then stopped and uh, my buddy looks back at me and he goes, all right, I, I lost him in the scope. I go, okay, you hit him, but he's look at the spot where he shot and look pretty much directly to the right, about 30 yards. And I go, he's still standing. So I don't know how good you hit him. Just, you know, if you have a clear shot, take a, take another shot. And um, so I, you know, listen, listen, he's uh, collecting himself. He's slowing his breath down. Um takes another shot and the deer just drops instantly awesome. perfect perfect shot and uh so you know um i tell my buddy i go okay he, he's down you, you got him good on that one and you know buddy uh clear clears his rifle and he stands up and he just comes gives me the biggest hug that, that you could ever <laughs> that you could really ever imagine and uh just that that moment of my buddy taking his uh taking his first deer is something that uh i was just 
absolutely honored and privileged to be a part of. Um, absolutely. And uh, being a new hunter myself, um, that's not really something that I've ever uh, that I've ever shared with somebody is taking their taking that first deer. Yeah. Um, so that was uh, that was huge. And Dude, uh, so, so cool. we we uh, I stay I stayed put so that I could kind of guide him in. And uh, he found found the deer right away. And it was dead right where uh, right where he shot it. And he kind of waved me over. And then uh, I got to teach my buddy how to quarter a deer out. And uh, yep. we had a we had a nice uh, a nice five mile pack back to uh, back to camp. Okay. And uh, that's that's not nothing. That's... No, no. So uh, my buddy got the the full uh, the full experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Um, and uh we made uh we made fresh uh fresh coos deer tenderloins on the grill that wow. evening at the trailhead yes and uh you know got to got to share the story with some other uh some other hunters who were there at the uh at the same trailhead who were hunting uh different areas there awesome it's absolutely uh absolutely awesome dude so cool where was uh did you ever did you find out where was the first shot that it that hit him yeah so the uh the first shot just hit uh high on the shoulder Oh, okay. Um, so it, it definitely, uh, I think definitely would have, uh, would have killed him. Yeah. Um, but just, uh, just took some time. Okay, cool. So yeah. So he's a, your friend's a good shot as well. Like both yeah. of them are right in there in the zone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Both, uh, both shots were, were where they needed to be. And, uh, yeah, it was just absolutely uh textbook on his end. Dude. Yeah. Awesome. So, so was that, so was that the end of your hunt? Did you go back out? Like, um, so did... we, uh, yeah, so we, uh, we went back out on day six. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, I was a little hesitant about going back into the same area. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, there's, yeah, there's a carcass have, laying there. You'd been yeah, all in there. Yeah. We've, uh, we've been in there for five days. We've seen plenty of deer. Um, but now with gunshots going off there, um, but I said, well, never leave deer to find deer. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, we went, we went back and, uh, glass, the glass, the same hillside and into our morning session, we're not seeing anything. And, uh, my buddy, I just hear him, uh, I just hear him tap the ground. Like he was trying to get my attention, but he didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and I look over and, uh, He's just giving me this little, uh, you know, it's kind of pointing behind us. And I'm like, okay, what, what's he, what's he pointing at here? And, uh, then I start hearing footsteps <laughs> and, uh, and sure enough, there are, uh, there's a spike and a small fork that are walking about seven yards behind us. <laughs> That's so close. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, I have, I have my rifle set up pointed at the hillside in front of us. Of course. <laughs> so I kind of, and now I'm, I'm so close that I can't move. Yes. You know, so I, I don't, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, we just let them walk by. I mean, we had a, you know, probably could have poked them with a trekking pole at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think most hunters can relate to this, that I'm an absolute information junkie and I've lost more hours than I care to admit diving down a research rabbit hole. And because of that, I love a good online course that's going to take me on a deep dive into whatever topic has captured my attention. Usually it has to do with hunting. 
So when I learned about outdoor class, I knew it was going to be something I was way into. I just didn't realize it was going to be as next level awesome as it is. Outdoor class is the e-learning platform for the outdoorsman. It has a top-notch lineup of the most reputable voices in the industry sharing their vast knowledge on all things hunting on one amazing platform. Ever want to learn how to elk call? Outdoor class has you covered. Freezer full of deer meat? Outdoor class will show you how to turn that into a meal to remember. When I first signed up, I started diving into Remy Warren's course on finding mule deer. Absolutely next level. And they have the web-based course and a mobile app to boot so you can up your hunting game no matter where you're at. The platform is already packed with tons of amazing content, and I've been talking to the guys behind this, and there is so much more in the works from big names in the industry that I'm super pumped about. So head over and check out Outdoor Class today, and if you use the code LATE at checkout, you'll save 20% on your registration. And uh, so they just they walked by us. As soon as they passed and they weren't looking back, um, that's when I took the opportunity to try to get the rifle set up. And, uh, but then they dropped, they dropped out of view. Um, but I knew exactly where they were going. So okay. I, uh, I set up on the rifle waiting for them to come out and sure enough, as soon as, uh, the sun crests the, uh, the sun crests the hills around us and where I'm, where I'm laid out looking to where they're going to be, the sun is just directly in my eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I can't, I can't get set up on him because sorry, you got him at a hundred. I go, I can't, I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing. If you've got that um, sun glare, the scope's and, just useless. Yeah, yeah it was, it was uh, absolutely useless. So I had to wait um, even longer, and then I got, they got up the hill to about two fifty ish. Okay. Um, and finally they stopped, and I had an, enough shade, and. Uh, so I took a shot and I shot right over its back. Oh, um, and the, uh, yeah, the, the shot around him, I, and my buddy goes, Oh, you missed, you missed high. And they moved up and up and over that hillside. And at that point I said, all right, well, you know, shot, shot went off. Something, something's wrong for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so I grabbed, uh, grabbed my pack and I took off and took off in a full sprint trying to catch up with them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got I got to the top of the hill, and they were uh, they were out of range by the time I I got up there. So oh, that was uh, that was that was how my hunt ended. Uh, <laughs> but needless uh, needless to say, it was uh, it was quite the experience. And like I uh, like I said, I don't I don't know if we just got lucky and and found the X, or if. Uh, you know, if there's just a ton of deer in that area, but that was, uh, that was absolutely awesome all the way around from day one to day six. Dude. Yeah. To have bucks every day and opportunities every day. Yep. Like that is, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of coos hunts where it's just days behind the glass looking at nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, we, we experienced a little bit of that, you know, we were seeing, uh, we were seeing deer every, every morning. But when it got to the afternoon and uh, we we're just, it seems like you're just looking at hillsides over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden you look at the same bush that you've looked at five times and you're like, oh, there's a deer standing plain as day. <laughs> yeah. They just, they appear as, as yeah. if from nowhere. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, dude, that's, uh, 
that yeah it's probably some combination of like you probably found the x or an x you know yep. there's there's a bunch of them but like you put the puzzle pieces together like oh here's where deer should be uh, yep. and if you find one of those spots there's there's tons of deer it's great <laughs> yeah yeah and that was uh we had got we'd gotten pretty uh pretty lucky that we actually picked a um we picked an area where onyx said there was a uh there was a spring and it just so happened that there actually was water in that spring uh versus it seemed like all the other uh all the other hunters at the trailhead were going to different springs Okay. And when they got there, they were telling us there was no water there. <laughs> yeah. That's a, uh, gotta love Arizona. So I you, think we just got lucky uh, there. <laughs> yeah. You can't always, if the map says there's water, you always got to check it out because <laughs> there isn't always water. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just like that in California too. It's a, it's a total gamble on whether, uh, whether the map is, uh, entirely accurate. <laughs> yes. Uh, dude, what a, what a killer hunt. This is, this was both of your first coups hunt. Yep. Yeah, Amazing. this was uh, both of our first coos hunt that was uh, really just brought to on a whim because I had a shoulder surgery a couple of months before. <laughs> Dude, but I love like I love that mentality of like, okay, this is going to mess up this season, but you're yeah. not a guy who's like, eh, I guess I'm not hunting this year. Like, all right, yeah. I just got to figure something else out. Yeah, and you know, it was uh, it was actually not terribly expensive for for a tag, and it was uh, you know a ten a ten or so hour drive. Yeah. Out, so it really, really wasn't bad. And, uh, you know, the weather, the weather in Arizona was, uh, beautiful in December. It, yeah. That's a great time to, uh, that's all those guys who are like snowed out in Montana and stuff. That's yeah. what they're like. I'm going to come down and chase some coos deer, uh, yeah. <laughs> where it's nice. Yeah. Um, dude, would you like, so you, you have the perspective, like you're a newer hunter, not as new as yep. your buddy. Uh, and you know, both of you first time coos hunters, like, are there lessons learned, uh, tips or like something that you think like, Oh, this was super helpful or, you know, anything like that, that would help somebody. Yeah. For, uh, for coos deer specifically, the, uh, the large glass and the tripod and just glass, glass, glass. Um, like I said, coming, coming from California, there are certainly areas in the state that lend itself to that type of hunting. Um, but the area that, I've kind of learned uh, about deer hunting here and I spend most of my time hunting really doesn't uh, really doesn't lend itself to that kind of pick one spot and use large glass and glass all day. Um, I do a lot more of a, I guess you could call it a still hunting type of tactic where I pick one spot, look around. If I'm not finding deer, I'll move, you know, and spend, spend most of the day moving, um, looking to find deer up on their feet. And that tactic really, uh, I don't think would be very, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very fruitful, I guess you could say <laughs> when, when hunting coos deer. Yeah. They, uh, they spook easy. So, yeah. so you'll see them as they're running away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you'll, you'll never see them until they get up to run away. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So true. But also a great, like, you know, we all have the ways we like to hunt, but yep. being comfortable to like, all right, I got to pivot. Like this is what I normally do, but in this situation or this species or whatever, yeah. I'm going to have to do this different thing. Yeah. And that was, uh, I think the bigger, the bigger picture is really just do, uh, do the homework, you know, yeah. on, on what kind of tactics are, are going to work. And not to say that, uh, not to say that you can't, that you can't find coos deer or anything like that, uh, doing more of a still hunting tactic. Um, but I definitely think that the more, uh, the more conducive way, 
to uh, finding Kuzir was really just picking a spot and and looking around for hours and hours. Yeah, because they're they're probably there. They just haven't yeah. popped out from behind that bush or or whatever yeah. they're doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, uh, so is your this was your buddy's first deer? Is he? Is he like hooked now? Is he already talking about next oh, year? What's he, oh, what's yeah. he doing? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So my buddy is, uh, he grew up, uh, he grew up duck hunting. So he had, okay. he had been a, he had been a hunter for his entire life. Um, but just recently got into the deer hunting. And, uh, so I'm, I'm similar in that, in that sense. Um, I, I didn't start hunting until I was about 18 and I started with, uh, I started with duck hunting. Um, okay. it's pretty, pretty popular here, um, around the Sacramento Valley is some of the, some of the best duck hunting in the country, I think. Okay. Um, so it's, it's very popular around here for, uh, for duck hunters, but, um, so I, I started deer hunting about five years ago. And, uh, when I got my first deer, uh, my buddy actually reached out to me and said, you know, I've been thinking about, thinking about deer hunting. Uh, you know, we should get together and go out some time. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's where that all started. <laughs> that's awesome. And I'm glad you actually did. Like there's plenty of those messages. Hey, we should do that sometime. And then, you know, yeah. life happens and yep. and you don't sure. do it. So the fact that you guys actually went is awesome. Yeah. Um, and like, like I said, I mean, we had, uh, we had quite a bit to catch up on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> we, we hadn't, uh, we hadn't seen each other in yeah, you know, eight, eight or so years. Man, yeah, it's crazy how time flies and life happens. And that, and I mean, just how uh, how beneficial social media can be for uh, for keeping those keeping those friendships and uh, you know build, building new ones for people who want to go out and go hunt. Dude, so true that it, I, social media certainly has its uh, problems, <laughs> sure. uh, but but there are still like great benefits. You know, I've made some terrific lifelong friends that started with a, you know, social media connection. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's why we're here. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, full circle. It's how this podcast episode happened. Yeah. Um, dude, well, well, speaking of that, I mean, just great story. And, and I always try to give guys a chance, like where, where can people find you? What do like, if people want to follow up or, you know, sure. hear more. Sure. Uh, I only, uh, I only do, uh, Instagram, but my Instagram is, uh, G sex and four. That's, uh, G S E X S O N. And then the number four. Um, so awesome. I, I, I post a little bit about hunting, but I'm not, uh, I'm not super active on it. I wouldn't. So that's fair. Yeah. Any, uh, any questions about California, California hunting or somebody who's new into uh, new into hunting and doesn't know where to start. Uh, I'd be happy to answer those questions all day long. Dude. That's awesome. Thank you for that. I'll, uh, I'll even, I'll, uh, link in the show notes so people can just, you know, click and, and go straight to your, your page there. And, uh, yeah, California is, uh, it, I haven't done enough looking into it, but it seems like one of those kind of like sleeper States for like certain areas, certain species that like, not a lot of people think, Oh, I'm going to go to California to hunt, but there's yeah. actually like good hunting there. Yeah. The, uh, you know, I, when I first started deer hunting, I kind of noticed that there's um, almost like a sense of uh, like a sense of pessimism amongst California hunters for <laughs> who are hunting public land. Okay. It, it just it seems that it seems that there's uh, this like overwhelming thought that you can't shoot a deer on public land, or okay. or maybe you can't shoot a shoot a big deer on public land. Um, but uh, no, I've I found uh, plenty plenty of good bucks um, in off season scouting and and seen them uh, seen them running around. It's just you know time in the mountain. Yeah, just get get familiar with with where they're at and what they're doing and 
and uh, I actually I actually found that uh, it it seemed very similar to me uh, hunting coos deer and and hunting uh, the coastal blacktail deer that we have here, um, just because they tend to uh, the blacktail deer here tend to vanish just like coos deer do. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. you'll uh, you'll be walking around and they'll be out in the open like not not a care in the world and then as soon as uh as soon as hunting season starts it seems that they just disappear <laughs> <laughs> they just they know <laughs> there's yeah. some uh some alarm bell goes off and they disappear yeah. uh dude well garrison thanks again for uh for sharing the story giving some of your time um yeah, and thank you for having me i can't tell you how much i appreciate it oh dude it's my pleasure anytime let's uh I mean, you, you keep a busy hunting year, so, uh, let's stay in touch and have you back on to tell some, uh, some more cool stories. Be happy to do it. Awesome. Uh, do well. And, uh, everybody else, uh, you can, you can find, uh, you can find Garrison at the link in the show notes, uh, go, go hit him up on Instagram, uh, and figure out uh, what you need to know about hunting coos deer, hunting California, um, or you just want to talk to a cool guy. You can go talk to him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up there and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hunting Stories. And if you want to stay up on what we're doing with the podcast or anything else going on with Late to the Game, go ahead and check us out at latetothegameoutdoors.com or give us a follow on Instagram at latetothegameoutdoors. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.